0: From the jar and Bean Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Live on ESPN 106.3.
1: Every now and then it's good to just know you still got it. Sometimes it, as, as a guy, especially a competitive dude, you want to know you still got it. And, and again, it's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX, Fox 29, taking over a big Teddy takeover on Ken Levick Live with Stone Lebanowitz Stone, this past weekend I learned I still have it on the basketball courts. I hit the basketball court. I was on fire. The jump shot was good. I hadn't played in like four or five months since I won my rec league championship in Lake Worth. I hit the courts. I had it. Won every game I played in. The shot was good. The left was good. I was finishing with the right off contact.
2: I feel good again, man. Were you guys running fives? We were running twos. (laughs) <laughs> oh, you going up against not three but two yeah. opponents here and yeah. you are gassing yourself up. Hey, I uh I commend you for doing so, but that's not that impressive. I was man. hitting
1: step back threes and everything. I felt it though. I was good. I was good. It's just good to know you still got it. I would have S- had it in five.
2: Somewhat, two. depending on how good the competition was. Yeah. Then you can say you still had it. But yeah. It's all fine and dandy. Way to shoot me down. How'd you doing that flag football game? Oh, I don't, okay. three, three interceptions. Three interceptions. And we lost.
1: And you lost. Okay, good. And I was the MVP. For
2: the other team. For the other team. Yeah.
1: Uh, the MVP for this team, Steve pollitt Senior, the president of Good Karma Brands, the resident Giants fan, and also just the wise sage. They say he's a living legend. I'm not sure if they say that because he knows a lot and has done a lot, or if it's because he's old. I'm not saying I'm the one that said it. I'm just, I don't know what it is. Steve pollitt Senior joining Ken Levick Alive. For Ask Steve's.
0: Steve paulett Sr. is a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, a business maven, an accomplished youth coach, and a worldly family man. Every week he bestows his expansive wisdom upon us. It's time again for Ask Steve's on Ken LaVica Live. You've
3: got mail.
1: Oh man, it is that time again of the week. Steve Pilot Senior joining Ken Levick alive. Steve, first off, how you doing? How was the three day weekend?
4: Awesome! Hit the day, guys. I hit the fair, which is a, a must. Got my after I was inspired by hearing Thea or hearing uh, Stone and Ken talk about their fair. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, Listen to that fair broadcast last week. Checked out the pig races. Had my fried Oreos. I did like everything you're supposed to do uh at the fair and then I I, left. I was there Sunday it was a great day cuz then I went home and watched my Giants uh pull out a impressive playoff victory. Yeah. So it was a great weekend.
1: That that uh that sounds like an all-encompassing weekend. You guys get to advance, you get to now take on the Eagles who seem a little bit more susceptible to losing here because of injuries and whatnot. So it's got to be a good weekend for you. And that brings us to our first fan question. Steve Sr., who, again, is just a wise sage. He knows all. And this one is coming from Aaron in Boca Raton. Aaron in Boca Raton is a lifelong Giants fan, and he's asking you right now, Steve, do the New York Giants have a franchise quarterback on the roster?
4: Oh, I, I, I was not a, a believer in Daniel Jones. My, my dad is a big Giants fan. We have this argument uh, constantly, and, and I would... Sp- uh, always in the what are you going to pay this guy for, you know this the you know um, franchise sort of tying up money for this long when he still seemed marginal he seemed fringe top fifteen now in the way that the NFL is we know it's such a copycat league but now seeing the difference that a running quarterback you know can make is is huge as schemes are going to that. And because we always knew Jones can run, it was also his decision-making. Well, he's not blessed with really great talent outside of Saquon Barkley at the skill positions. So what he's been able to do with limited talent, an offense, and a coach in Dable that has been able to uh, maximize his skills, and you know his own growth and maturity at taking much better care of the ball. Remember, he was a fumbler and an interceptor, and he has licked both of those problems. And I don't see how you don't sign Daniel Jones at this point To a deal, I don't know. Like, what else would you do if you're the Giants? You're not going to walk away from him when he just got you. When he just led this season to an improbable playoff appearance and even more, and and a playoff win.
1: Yeah, very, very astute point there. And I'm sure that's going to calm some of the fates of those Giants fans. They're going to be excited now. We'll see what happens this coming weekend. We have another one right here from John. John in Fort Pierce. He's coming off a three day weekend here because of Martin Luther King Day. He celebrated. He had a good time. But now he's wondering, as he goes into work on Tuesday, the age-old question, rust versus rest, the same as the Kansas City Chiefs and the Eagles who had a bye week, and now they get to play a game this weekend. Uh, He's wanting to know, as a manager, if you're a manager of any organization right now today and you have these people who have either rust or rest coming off a three-day weekend, or if you're maybe the head coach of the Eagles and Chiefs and you have a team that had a bye week, how do you make sure your team shows rest and not rust on this, uh, on this week here uh, coming off of Dr. King Day?
4: <laughs> well, good call. Good question. <laughs> I actually think it's more of a question for last week. It's how, when you're going into a three-day weekend, you make sure you hit that ground running mm. for Tuesday. The first thing is, is who woke up today, went into work, and felt like, oh, my t- my, my Tuesday's like a Monday. What, ha- what about my Monday meetings? What about what the things I regularly do on Monday? Well, that needs to be addressed last Thursday or Friday. Did you move your meetings that you have on Monday to Tuesday? Are they just getting cut? Um, what other things do you regularly do on Monday that are they now pushing into your Tuesday, or are you, you know, are or, or, or are you prepared? It's always that planning ahead. It's always that what did I say, um, uh, preparing. Wait, uh, failing to prepare is preparing, preparing to, to fail. fail. I love it. it. Yeah, failing to prepare is preparing to fail. I don't know whose that was. I was here with the big John Wooden one the great um, UCLA coach, you know, from the, from the sixties and seventies. Um, but that's, that, that's what that all comes down to, to me, as far as, you know, as far as for the Eagles and the chiefs, who knows, it's a general, it's a general, it's a newer regime with the Eagles. So who knows what that means um, with, you know, their, co- their leadership team and coaching chiefs wise. I think we know that, you know, Andy, Andy Reed is an incredibly um, prepared, and a thorough, you know, coach. I don't feel like I'm worried. I really don't think with either of these teams I would I think about that layoff, you know, that one week layoff and that and that rust. I tend to think too in football, it's not as big a deal because you need the time and the rest on your bodies. Mm. You know, you're still practicing. You yeah. need the time and the rest on your bodies. It's more I always think it's more baseball where your bat may be hot or where you just may have a certain confidence going as a pitcher, and then that can get derailed when you get off your routine.
2: Steve, this one comes from Stone in West Palm Beach. (laughs) I want to rewind back to your Giants for a second here, and you know we've been talking about preparation. Obviously, that is Brian Dable's job to lead his staff and his players to this game right next week against the Philadelphia Eagles. But how much credit does Brian Dable deserve for this season and where they're at right now?
4: Well, I mean, you should win coach of the year. I, look, look, I think it's not only that the Giants are winning. It's not only that the Giants are playing meaningful games for the first time in a decade. It's who they're doing it with. If you look at the Giants' skill positions, their wide receivers at the beginning of the year, the beginning of the year were Sterling Shepard, Kenny Galladay, um, and Kadarius Toney. Now, while that isn't like a Pro Bowl roster, it's certainly much better than where, where it's certainly much on paper looked better than what happened. Shepard got hurt; is out for the year. Tony got traded because he was ineffective and kind of a malcontent. And uh, Galladay's been hurt most of the year. The, in fact, the first time we, we saw him do anything meaningful was on Sunday when he actually had a nice pancake block. Not not really a catch in the you know that the The right. offensive line has been com- totally co- totally turned over. Uh, I I do think you're seeing the benefits of a healthy Saquon Barkley, but it's got to be so much more than that. It's game planning, it's confidence, it's putting a scheme around Jones. Uh, I think Dable is has shown, and 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 it's a team that was a five win. Looking at five wins as a success, mm. six wins is a success, not nine wins in the playoffs. So I don't see. Like, is there an ar- other side to that argument, Stone?
2: No, I mean, definitely not, right? I, I appreciate you throwing out the phrase coach of the year. Me and Theo said, I think it's time for us to start calling him top five with what he's done this season, right? And you talked about the pieces. I mean, you forgot to mention Isaiah Hodgins, right? I mean, nobody knew who that cat was. Yep. And eight was 105 yards, and a big touchdown yesterday. I mean, shout out to Dable, shout out to Daniel Jones and the rest of them. Steve, I want to play a little true, and fa- true or false with you here. Is this a real stat? Daniel Jones is the first quarterback in NFL history. In the playoffs, with 300 plus passing yards, two plus touchdowns, and 70 plus rushing yards—true or false?
4: True and stunning that <laughs> that's the first time it happened. Because even last night, Dak also had some sort of mm-hmm. 300 yards and four touchdowns. So, like these stats. But I'm just—I'm continue to be, you know, really stunned when I see these these stats every week that are. The stats that whether like it's the running, it's the today's running quarterback that, that never did back in the day, Cordell Stewart or Michael Vick or Steve Young just have one or one of those playoff games. It also speaks obviously to the changes in rules and changes in offense and changes in the way quarterbacks are used. Um, but it is wild that each week it seems like it's one of these guys. Are, are doing things that have never been done before.
1: Yeah, and it, it feels like, too, that the big number there is 300 yards passing because, like you said, we've had these running quarterbacks in the past, but now 300-yard passing games are becoming more and more common, whereas back then that was a big milestone number. Uh, Steve Senior, president of Good Karma Brands, and the wise sage here on Ken LaVica Live Weekly on Ask Steve's. Uh, Steve, i, I got to ask you now what we've been asking our fans throughout the day. What was your biggest takeaway from Super Wild Card Weekend in the NFL? We had six electric games. We had the 49ers over the Seahawks, the Jaguars' big comeback over the Chargers, the Bills getting a three-point win over the Dolphins, Giants, again, beating the Vikings, your Giants, Bengals versus Ravens, Bengals pulling that one out by a touchdown, and then the Cowboys last night over the Bucks. What's your biggest takeaway from Super Wild Card Weekend, Steve?
4: I I think think it's why the NFL is so great. Would anyone have thought that the, let's call it the most convincing two games. It's not like the Giants had the game the whole time, but that the Cowboys and the Giants, right? Those would be the two games that were the least in question. Well, 49ers Seahawks,
1: game. 49ers Seahawks, too. They're, they're in Right, there.
4: but at halftime, at halftime, that was, a, yeah, that was like a real sure. good game. Sure, sure. Right? Yeah. So yeah. I think it's just like that That you just never know. How many people have the Cowboys They haven't won a road playoff game in 30 years, Dak's coming in playing terrible, you know Brady's going to be Brady in the playoffs, and they obviously who- whooped them. It was never a game. The only interesting thing, the game was obviously what happened with the place kicker, uh, Maher, for, you know, for the Cowboys. So uh, it's, it's, like, it's, like why the, it's why the NFL were 88 of the top 100 watched television shows in 2022, because it's the best drama. It's a soap opera. You never know what's going to happen, um, no matter where the spreads lie, no matter who you gambled on, no matter what the experts say. And and even the Dolphins-Bills game, in the Dolphins-Bills game, because it was, you know, sort of in that daytime window, I feel like they didn't even get the love that necessarily deserved. I think everyone had the Bills. Dolphins, third string quarterback, Bills, already a great team, plus playing with that emotional energy from Hamlet. And that was a real game, a real game up until the fourth quarter. Um, that's why the NFL is great.
2: Steve, that's a really good point. right? The Bills and the Bengals both had 90-plus percent of the bets on their teams to cover the spread, right? Bills sitting at minus 13, Bengals at 9.5, and, and you're right. Those were the two closest games and the two biggest spreads we saw. So I think you're right on the money there, right? NFL's king, me and Theo, definitely hinted at that at the beginning of the show. Like, we're just never disappointed coming off of these weekends. Can't be.
4: And, and don't you think years ago... And I know there have been some crazy comebacks, but I I was not feeling like the Chargers had that game. Not that they were going to lose, but like, all right, the Jags are going to make a game of this in the second half. Um, Didn't know that they would win, but that's, again, why the NFL is great. I I think, um, you know, there's positives about so many sports. And in the NBA now, a 30-point lead isn't really a safe lead anymore either. Uh, But because of the way offenses have progressed, because of, the way, because of the way turnovers can be forced now, it means that these games are not really over until they're over, and that's more exciting for fans.
1: Speaking of things that might be over, I just got a last-minute question from a fan. We were about to close it here on Ask Thieves. Again, Steve Pollitt, senior president of Good Karma Brands, uh, doing Ask Thieves on, here on Ken Levick Live. We got a last-minute question from a fan. This one is Thomas in Tampa Bay. Thomas says he's had a 23-year electrifying career, somewhat called it maybe even Hall of Fame-worthy at his job. He's had seven times he's been named the biggest in his company and the best. He's been pointing out pointed out by the CEO as the most grand at his position in the company. And Thomas is wondering, after a, a disappointing end to his uh, work weekend, last night sales were down sales were down uh he was just not connecting in the way that he usually does should he call it a wraps or should he maybe just find a new home to continue his career at again thomas in tampa bay asking steve Policino on ask steves what 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 next what next steve
4: i don't think it gets better for the buccaneers <laughs> like next year it doesn't seem like it's going in the wrong it's it's this is definitely trending in the wrong in the wrong direction there I just don't. You guys feel the same, like they, you know, If he didn't retire, winning the Super Bowl and is on his on, the, on his home field, then and, and who knows why? And speculate all the off the field and and personal life stuff. At this point, if he wants to play, just go to the Raiders. Get the fifty million. Open, you know, be a, see what happens with Devontae and what kind of and Jacobs and what kind of thing, what what kind of explosiveness they can put together there. And let's give it, like, I don't want to see a Tom Brady again on the Buccaneers. It's a sad story. Mm. It's a sad story that I do not think is going to have any, ha- the happiest of endings, passed. That's over. They had the chance to have the happiest of endings. Now it's just a sad story where the legacy's getting tarnished and he looks old. Let's just run it back, but go, if we're going to, if he's going to stick around, do it somewhere else.
1: That's real. That's the realest answer to the question I've probably heard all day. Steve, thank you so much for the time. Enjoy the rest of your short work week, and we'll be tapping back in with you soon again on Ken LeVick Alive.
4: Nice work. Ken who? Nice right. work, guys.
1: <laughs> Appreciate you, Steve. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. <laughs> again, that's Steve Pollock Senior, president of Good Karma Brands for Ask Steves. And, um, yeah, he, he probably said it best there for Tom Brady. Uh, the happiest of endings, and they say this about love stories, Stone All love stories can become tragedies if you stick around too long. If you just hold on too long and wait too long and this one is seeming like it's not going to end the way that, you know, it's not the storybook Peyton Manning off into the sunset ending. It's seeming more like it's going to be him limping away from, again, a decrepit franchise that now is in a place where there's no way they can contend next year.
2: You're right. Steve mentioned that it's trending in the wrong direction. That concept is so hard for me to wrap my head around considering the weapons that they have. Yeah. Right? A lot of the guys on the defensive side of the ball have even won Super Bowls or at least were a part of the Super Bowl that Tampa Bay they won. Names. And then you go... To the offensive skill players, right? It's Mike Evans, it's Chris Godwin, Cameron Brate's no slouch. I'm not saying he's awesome, but there are good. There are yeah, there are guys uh, that are weapons on this team that are a lot better than. More than half of the 32 teams in the league. So the fact that you know we're throwing around that it's trending in the wrong direction may be true, but it's really hard for me to wrap my head around. I was going to ask you, though, where you learned that love quote. Was it a, a free app that gives you a quote of the day? Or where, what movie? <laughs> Can you recall where you pulled that one? Because I liked it. You liked that? I did.
1: Thanks. I, I cannot recall where I heard that one, though, okay, man. Okay, so it was a free it's, app. It's recycled. But... It's recycled from something. I'm okay. not an app.
2: I'm not that. You think I'm that dorky where I have an app that gives me sayings every day? Love quotes app light and it just gives you one a day when you wake up to. Instead of playing Wordle, you you find your love (laughs) quote. I could see it.
1: I'm not against it. I'm not against it. You know what, Stone? We've avoided the topic long enough. We lasted an hour and a half here on Ken LeVick Alive without doing the grand old tired debate that we'll be doing for the next six months. We're going to fold. We're going to fold. That's right. When we come back here on Ken LeVick Alive, we're going to finally do it. We're going to have that debate. What's next for Thomas Edward Brady, 23 years, seven Super Bowls, and does it end with, you know, again, limping out of Raymond James Stadium, 31-14 lost against the Cowboys? Does it end this way? We'll discuss that next on Ken Levick Live. He's Stone the I'm Theo Dorsey. We're live here on ESPN
5: 106.3. I just want to say thank you guys for everything this year. I really appreciate all your effort, and I know it's hard for you guys, too. It's hard for us players to make it through, and... You guys got a tough job and i appreciate all that you guys do to cover us and everyone who watches and a big fan of the sport we're very grateful for everyone's support
0: now back to ken laveca live on espn 1063
1: that was tom brady following the 31 to 14 loss against the cowboys at raymond james stadium super wild card weekend loss for the buccaneers First time since 2013, he's lost in consecutive postseasons. This was the first losing career or losing season of his career, his 23-year career. He walked out of the stadium, kissed his parents right into the tunnel, and it has many of us asking, will he stay or will he go? Oh,
2: God, you, f- you fumbled that. What is it? Yeah, Should he stay or should he go? Oh, I mean, it was close oh, enough, but I was like, come on, Theo. Execute it. Should he stay it, or should he go? It. I said would instead of should. <laughs> come on. Oh, man. Should have taken it away from me there. I was so excited. I'm like, it. nail this, Theo. Nail this, Theo. You, you got the it. lyrics wrong. I got the lyrics wrong. But that is the question. Should he stay or should he go? <laughs> should
1: Tom Brady stay or should he go? And as you can tell, again, Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX, Fox 29. Big Teddy Takeover here on Ken LaVica Live. With Stone Lebanowitz who you just heard. And there's no, no question, I mean, there's a huge question whether or not Tom Brady stays or go. No question that if Ken Levicka was here in this seat, he would have nailed it. He would have nailed
2: it. Oh my god, to perfection.
1: He would, but that's why they pay him the big bucks. And that's why I'm <laughs> filling in, and my name's not on the show. That's what it is. I can live with that. But
2: I had faith in you.
1: I try. I'm, I'm Brock Purdy, though because the show's still going mm. well, I'm just not necessarily doing what it started, what it gave you. Is that a good fair?
2: I mean, you're calling yourself a system host. I don't like that. You're right. I don't like that at well, all. It's early though. So sure,
1: sure. I it can is. start as a system host, like like Tom Brady did Ooh. back when Drew Bledsoe went down and then eventually you elevate to the greatest of all time. There we go. There's a climb. There's an evolution here. Tom Brady, 23 years in the game, seven Super Bowls, every accomplishment anyone could want or ask for out of the NFL, already the GOAT of all quarterbacks, and some people say the GOAT of football. Thomas Edward Brady is a free agent now. Tom Brady is a free agent Heading into this season, he had a no-franchise-tag clause in his contract, so the Buccaneers can't franchise-tag him and keep him next year against his own will. He has uh, the ability to hit the open market now, and as we can see, this Buccaneers team, which had a losing record, still won the NFC South, hosted a playoff game, is not good enough to contend. As we can see, Tom Brady, following that loss against the Cowboys, started to get a little bit reflective, started to get a little sentimental started to think about the good times and thank people for the season. Stone, can we listen to Tom Brady's full, and this is how he exited his press conference following the 31-14 loss to the Cowboys, eliminating his Buccaneers from the playoffs. Here's Tom Brady, about 40 seconds of him at the end of his press conference, getting a little reflective and maybe hinting towards walking off into the sunset.
5: I just want to say thank you guys for everything this year. I really appreciate all your effort, and I know it's hard for you guys, too. It's hard for us players to make it through, and you guys got a tough job, and I appreciate all that you guys do to cover us and everyone who watches and is a big fan of the sport. We're very grateful for everyone's support, and, um, you know, hopefully, um, you know, I love this organization. It's a great place to be, and thank you, everybody, for welcoming me, uh, all you regulars, and um, just very grateful for the respect, and I and, uh, hope I – gave the same thing back to you guys. So thank you very much. Appreciate it.
1: Okay. So, so there, there was a very pivotal moment in that piece of audio from Tom Brady, where he started to say something. And a lot of times in these kind of quotes and these sound bites and in these press conferences, it's not what the player says. It's what they don't say. It's not necessarily the words that come out, but it's their facial expression or their emotion that you can kind of read when they try to pull things back. So I want you to listen to this again from Tom Brady again, following the 31-14 loss to the Cowboys, uh, bouncing his Buccaneers from the playoffs. As we try and decipher whether or not this is his final football game ever, or maybe just final game in a Bucs uniform, listen when he says the words, hopefully, the word hopefully and how he pauses and redirects here.
5: I just want to say thank you guys for everything this year. I really appreciate all your effort. And I know it's hard for you guys too. It's hard for us players to make it through and, You guys got a tough job, and I appreciate all that you guys do to cover us and everyone who watches and is a big fan of the sport. We're very grateful for everyone's support. And, um, you know, hopefully, um, you know, grateful for everyone's support. And, um, you know, hopefully, um, you know, I love this organization. It's a great place to be Mm. in.
3: Mm.
2: Stone LeBanowitz, what was he about to say? It's uh, really tough to tell. But I don't want to let Tom Brady slide in this situation. There's a, a report coming out from at NFL Don Kleeman, right? He's a popular guy on Twitter. He tweets, report the Bucks to fire offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich. The team had plans to fire Leftwich since the bye week midseason, but Todd Bowles decided to keep him at the time. I understand the play calling has been a little bad. I guess there's no other way to put it for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers squad. Tom Brady completed 53% of his passes last night on 60 plus attempts. Like I'm not quite ready to use Byron left, which is a scapegoat, but Theo, because that quote was a little cryptic, right? Because he left a lot unsaid and left a lot of people wondering what does he mean with that? I want to play you an audio clip that Josh Cohen played a week ago when I was on his show this I'm going to pair the two audios together. Stick with me now. I know we're getting really down into the depths with Tom Brady, but I think he deserves it right? Yeah. as much as we it's wanted to lot. fight it. Yeah. He deserves a lot of the, the stuff that we're going to talk about, or at least just the conversation. So here's Tom Brady on his Let's Go podcast with Jim Gray last week on what Aaron Rodgers should do with his retirement.
5: And I think the important thing is the day after the season, and I made this mistake is not to decide the future, you know, and and I think that there's such an urgency now to who's going to retire first and who's this and who's that, and you know I think it's Aaron, in my belief, is spectacular. He can obviously continue to play, um and he has all the ability in the world to do that. And there's a lot of things that come into play, and he'll make that decision when it's right for him, and everyone should give him the time and space to do it. And look, if he decides to unretire, if he retires and unretires, or I don't know. I've had guys that went through all the way through training camp and then retired at the end of training camp. I'm like, dude, you just made the worst part. You know, like, why retire now? You just did the part for, you know, like off season and training camp. Now we start getting paid and you quit. Like, so I guess it comes at everyone a little bit differently. So, a few
2: questions for you, Theo, Mm. based off of that audio right there. One, is he kind of laying out the scene for what he's about to yeah, do. Yeah, the roadmap there. Retire, unretire, retire, unretire. And two, how can you speak like that a week before going to the podium after you lose at home in a super wild card weekend to the Dallas Cowboys And just leave us on a cliffhanger the way he did. But hopefully this, hopefully that. I appreciate you guys for all you've done. right? Just igniting these conversations about what he's going to do and where he's going to play football next season. And then a week before that, say, you know, give us some time. Don't pry somebody. You caused all of this. All of this conversation that we're having right now was caused by you. So that audio really aggravates me because now he's the one throwing out quick Cryptic quotes right after you lose a playoff game, and now your future's up in the air. So I have a problem with that, but what do you think about that audio that he said, hey, don't pry Aaron Rodgers. Let him make the decision, right? If he wavers back and forth, let it be.
1: I, I think it's, again, sometimes when we give people advice, it's kind of like the advice or the roadmap that we would like people to give ourselves. right? You know, so it seemed like he was telling the media how to deal with Aaron Rodgers' decision, but in a way kind of pleading for them to give him the same Mm -hmm. kind of courtesy. So I can respect the fact that he did it that way, but also Tom Brady's never had his options as open as they are right now. Like Tom Brady is officially on the free market right now. Yes, he's 45 years old. Yes, he had the lowest air yards per attempt since he was 25 years old this year. And for those that don't know that stat, that's how many many yards does the ball go in the air before it is actually like each – that he makes how many yards is in an air that's pretty right. much what it is right for sure six air yards per attempt this year which kind of illuminates how he's been dinking and dunking all season long uh most ever completions in a season most ever attempts in a season they just keep throwing the ball and it keeps being three yards out whatever it feels like tampa bay is over with for him though right for tom brady <laughs> I can't necessarily say that. You can't rule them out, but is it because they are firing Byron Leftwich, or is it because it, you feel like there's a lot of talent left on their roster?
2: So the answer is both of what you just proposed, but more so the fact that they're firing Byron Leftwich. right? You're going to use him as a scapegoat, blame a lot of your offensive failure on Byron Leftwich, and then run it back. I, we mentioned all of the weapons that they have. Like, the names are there. Yeah. Like, they can go... On paper, neck and neck with any team in the league offensively when you look at some of the guys that they have. But I think once you get rid of Byron Leftwich and you fire a few other guys on staff, maybe it's Todd Bowles sooner or later. Yeah, Tom Brady would stay in Tampa Bay. And another thing that's halting me from him leaving is there's only two real places he can go. One of them being reuniting with Josh McDaniels in Vegas, right? Obviously, Derek Carr is out the door. He's taking up another profession, like one of our other callers said. Yeah. He's going to be a preacher. going to be a pastor. That's the car. If you haven't seen that video yet, go find it on social media. Derek Carr does a hell of a job preaching yeah. the gospel. And then it's the Dolphins, right, it, 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 at plus Whoa. 750. Now, I don't think that's necessarily plausible. I don't necessarily think it's actually going to happen because we don't know what the Dolphins are going to do, picking up to his fifth-year option. So those are the only two places What about think... the 49ers? Are, they got to be at least an option.
1: It's back home. It's also a place where dinking and dunking is the offensive system. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan,
2: offensive genius. What a narrative it would be. I wish me and you were both old enough. Ken would come in handy here. Because when Tom Brady stepped in for Drew Bledsoe— Right. Who was the top dog of the quarterback position at that time? I would love to know because what Tom Brady would be doing if he was stepping into that San Francisco 49ers squad would just be interrupting the blooming of a young Tom Brady and Brock Purdy right now. Yeah. So just put that into perspective. Like when Tom Brady stepped into Drew Bledsoe, that's basically like who? I don't know. Joe Montana, if he was still playing, I apologize, 24 years old, but.
1: He, no, he about I think that was around the Kansas City year for
2: Joe. Sure. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of what I was trying to compare it to. So, no, he's not going to take any of Brock Purdy's thunder. These guys are second, third, shortest odds to win the Super Bowl are the, tied with the Eagles for the shortest odds to come out of the NFC and they're going to invite Tom Brady in here, let alone 45, 46-year-old Tom Brady. No way. Brock Purdy solidified himself as the starter. Or well, if he loses we'll next out. week, we'll find out. He'll yeah. have to compete with Trey Lance. Obviously, they're shipping Jimmy Garoppolo off. Jimmy Garoppolo is also going to take up somebody's job in another state in the country so a lot of questions but no San Francisco is not in the mix in my opinion
1: so okay San Francisco not in the mix in your opinion I would still have them uh definitely in that race when we look at the odds put out by the DKS or the DK Sportsbook is this DraftKings Sportsbook that's DraftKings I'm I'm looking at a (laughs) I'm sorry it's my fault that's on me yeah no 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 it's my fault DraftKings Sportsbook has the Bucks as the favorites at plus 200 the Raiders next up at plus 250 49ers next up at plus 350, and then the Pats and Dolphins are are both plus 750. I think the Niners are still a very viable option for Tom Brady. But how about we do it like this? Because there's no way Tom Brady knows exactly what he wants to do uh, for this upcoming season, whether it be retire, whether it be stay with the Bucs, or whether it be find a new team. And let's not forget, Tom Brady already has a deal with Fox Sports, Um, more than, I think, what, $375 million deal? I think you're right on with that. To join the broadcast booth. So he has a second career lined up once he does retire from football. So that's an option as well. Either way, the man is getting paid. He's going to have a great life. Tom Brady doesn't know what he's going to do today. All right, he's less than 24 hours from getting bounced from the playoffs. Knowing him, he felt like he had a good chance to probably win the Super Bowl this year because he's that crazy in the brain. We look at that roster, we know they had no chance. He thought there was a chance for him to make this historic Super Bowl run. It didn't happen. Tom Brady doesn't know what he's doing, but how about this? Instead of us trying to debate what we think he's going to do, how about we turn it a little bit? What would you do if you were Tom Brady right now? The day is, what, January 17th. You're a day off from losing against the Dallas Cowboys 31-14. You are a free agent. You can go anywhere in the league, or you can go and have the cushy broadcast booth job with Fox Sports what would you do if you're Tom Brady? 888-760-3776. 760 Giving you an opportunity to step into the shoes of the goat and make a huge decision. Do you hang up the cleats for good? Do you take your football jersey and you throw it on the wall and you say, I'm done with this sport. I've done everything. He's made every accomplishment happen. Seven Super Bowls played until he was 45. Or do you go into that year 46 season if you're Tom Brady? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. What would you do if you're Tom Brady? And, and Stone, I'll tell you right now, it's a pretty easy decision for me. Ooh, is it? If I'm Tom Brady. It's a pretty easy decision for me. If you're a guy that is that heralded in his own sport and is already called the GOAT, I don't think you can retire After this season, Tom Brady still has something left in the tank. He's still a good football player, a good leader of men in the locker room and a damn good quarterback. uh, Despite the facts of how it went with Tampa Bay this year. If I'm Tom Brady, I'm packing my bags. I'm calling up Josh McDaniel and I'm getting on the first flight to Las Vegas. The Las Vegas Raiders have in place right now something better. Or similar to what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had when Tom Brady packed his bags from New England and went to Tampa Bay. You're talking about going to Vegas to a team that was on the brink of the playoffs, but needed a quarterback who could hold his own. Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, great running back in the backfield, and Josh Jacobs. Yep. You have a play caller who you're familiar with in Josh McDaniel, who you spent, um, I mean, was it at least a decade or so with in the England? Half his career. Yeah, like...
2: More than half of his career.
1: You're, you're very familiar with the play caller there. You guys have a rapport you have – I mean, again, remember when Randy Moss got dropped in the Brady's lap, what he did with Randy Moss. Imagine Devontae Adams, who is still in his prime,
2: Hunter Renfro. Mike Evans would like to have a word.
1: Devontae Adams is better than I Mike I understand. Evans. I'm not uh, – all I'm saying is he's Devontae Adams. He, sure. No, nobody in the league can really cover Devontae Adams one-on-one without safety help.
2: Yeah, I don't think a lot of guys can cover Mike Evans one-on-one with no safety help. But, no, I hear you, well, argument. Mike like, Kevins I'll is, side with yeah, Devontae okay. Adams, right? No hesitation. Right. So, if I'm Tom Brady, I'm going to
1: Vegas. I'm pairing up with Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs, Josh McDaniels, and I'm going to go and try to make one more run in what would be the hardest division. Oh, see, now I was going to stop you right there. Right?
2: You said I know. things were set up better for him I know. in Las Vegas. Yeah. He got into the playoffs at eight and nine <laughs> in that know. NFC South. No. You're going to go compete against. The best division in football. Okay, now he let me. Beat Mahomes once. Let me hesitate because we just saw what the Chargers did. We saw what the Raiders managed to do this year, and obviously Denver's not a threat. But you want to go head to head with Patrick Mahomes? That's really what you want to do at 46 years old. Tom Brady, be my guest if that's what you choose to do. But I think the last thing you should do in a day and age where we talk about tarnishing legacies is go get bullied by Patrick Mahomes <laughs> for the next two three years that he has health. As a
1: Chiefs fan, I wouldn't mind it. As a Chiefs fan, I would not of course mind you it would at not. all. Um, let's go to the phone lines. 888-760-3776. Again, 888-760-3776. Who would you, or what would you do if you are Tom Brady this offseason, a day away from losing? And we have Steve in Wellington. Steve is joining Ken Levick Alive. Steve, you're no longer Steve. You're Tom Brady. You're a 23-year vet going into your year 46 season. What would you do if you were in his shoes?
6: I'm going to play. I'm going to play. That's the athlete in me. I got to go play. That's the athlete. The regular guy, he's going to go, oh, no, take the money, go do this, go sit on this. That's regular guy thinking. When you're a pro and you play at that level, you don't think about legacy. Your legacy is already set. So you're going to go play.
1: Steve, I got to ask you where, though. Where are you going to play at?
6: Oakland. Okay. Ooh. I'm, well, I'm in
1: Oakland. Vegas, really, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah
6: Vegas. Playing yeah, Oakland, Vegas, by yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely Vegas, because the system is already set up for him there. The coach is already there, who's already familiar with him, know his tendencies and everything to make him succeed, right? Yeah. Wouldn't you say? I, you're
1: right on that's – that's exactly what I just said. Vegas feels like the best spot. Now, how, do you have – because Stone's point is – the Vegas Raiders have to play in the division with Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert. It, does that
6: scare you at all if you're Tom Brady? When you're Tom Brady, you don't think about that stuff. You mm. have to have that self-belief that you're better than those guys. That's just how it is. Every okay. athlete, they think they're better than the next guy. They never go, oh, oh, that's uh, Josh, whoever over there. No, they go, this is me. No one looks at the next guy and thinks the next guy is better than they are. That's a part of being an athlete. You have to you have to have that self belief that you're better than the next guy, even if the next guy's better than you. But you can't go in thinking the guy's better than you because then you've already lost.
1: That's a loser's mentality. I like that, Steve. Steve from Wellington, great call there joining on with exactly what I just said. I mean, it's always a good call when you agree with me. Um, one thing I do have to say is Tom Brady of any quarterback of our generation has made a living feasting on bad divisions. He absolutely has. He is a, you know how they say free throw merchants in the in the NBA. <laughs> he's a bad division merchant in the NFL. I'm not taking away his goat status. I'm just saying, like, let's be real about it. He's played over his 23 year career, maybe the easiest division in that totality in that time.
2: Yeah, think some of, think about some of the most daunting quarterbacks that have ever played the game, right? In Ryan Fitzpatrick of yeah. Buffalo Bill, Ooh, Chad uh, Pennington for the Miami Dolphins, oh or goodness. can I raise you a Mark Sanchez for the New York Jets? I mean, he's gone through the <laughs> ringer. <laughs> For most of his Super Bowls, right? It's been a tough road for him.
1: Very tough road for Tom Brady. We're still taking your calls. 888-760-3776. What would you do if you're Tom Brady this offseason? Not what you think he's going to do, but what would you do? Do you take the broadcast booth money and go to Fox Sports? Do you go to the Raiders? Do you stay with the Bucks? Do you retire altogether and say, forget all of this. I'm going to kick back on my loads of cash and just enjoy some, maybe the islands of San I don't know. You get to decide. 888-760-3776. This is Ken Levick Alive on ESPN
3: 106.3. Does this feel to you like a divorce? Absolutely. It feels like a divorce. It feels like a rip. Now, we've seen people come back from this. But here's the thing, man. I Like, I didn't know about the guaranteed money. Um, Shefty was on NFL Live, I think, a couple weeks ago, a week ago. And he said that the Baltimore Ravens offered Lamar $133 million guaranteed. Correct me if I'm wrong, if anybody, but but I, I, I'm i sure that that's what came. That is the most disrespectful amount of money that you can offer Lamar Jackson.
0: Now, back to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3.
3: The guy
1: has an MVP, 73% win percentage. He's won a playoff game. Has a Heisman Trophy, too, but he can't get that contract. You know where you can't get where you want, Stone? At Baptist Hill.
2: That I do know. Hey, quick question for you guys out there. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain and need to see an expert in the field? Well, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealthnet slash to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. And Theo, to learn more, you visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho care. StoneBookies.com
1: odds maker Adam Thompson. He developed some projected odds for where Lamar Jackson will land in the 2023 season. For those that don't know, Lamar Jackson not only sat out the back end of the season with the Ravens the last six year, uh, six games with a PCL sprain, um, he also did not travel with them to their game against the Cincinnati Bengals, in which they lost 24-17 to in wildcard weekend. Lamar Jackson has now this bookies.com list of um, odds he'll end up going somewhere. Do you want to guess what number? The Ravens are at in ranking order on the list here. There's the fact that you asked me that
2: seven teams listed says that they're not first, but I would have told you first. They're third. Holy cow!
1: This has the Jets at two plus 250, the Saints at plus 350, and the Baltimore Ravens at plus 500. Oh my goodness, the franchise that can franchise tag him. Is third on this list.
2: Is he gone? That is the question.
1: The question is, is he gone? And the Dolphins, if you were wondering, are fourth on that list at plus six twenty-five, which is why, which is why I feel like this is a conversation that's too deep. It's it's too grand, especially with a Boynton Beach alum, a local guy, an MVP, Lamar Jackson, maybe coming back to Miami too big for us to just do this without Ken Levicka, right?
2: Yeah, I think I know uh, a certain guy who rides and dies with those dolphins and would definitely invite Lamar Jackson in with open arms, and that's Mr. Ken Levicka, who will be back tomorrow. Ken will be
1: back tomorrow in his regular seat. I'll, you know what? Forget it. I'll join on, too. I'm coming back on a Wednesday. And we got a Temple of Troll for the people, too. We got too. a Temple of Troll. We got Ken Levicka. We got a full house on Wednesday. We're gonna kick it live. And we were live today. Peace.
5: I just want to say thank you guys for everything this year. I really appreciate all your effort, and I know it's hard for you guys, too. It's hard for us players to make it through, and you guys got a tough job, and I appreciate all that you guys do to cover us and everyone who watches and a big fan of the sport. We're very grateful for everyone's support.
0: Now, back to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3.
1: That was Tom Brady. Following the 31-14 loss against the Cowboys at Raymond James Stadium. Super wild card weekend loss for the Buccaneers. First time since 2013, he's lost in consecutive postseasons. This was the first losing career or losing season of his career, his 23-year career. He walked out of the stadium, kissed his parents right into the tunnel, and it has many of us asking, will he stay or will he
2: go? Oh, God, you you fumbled that. What is it? Yeah, Should he stay or should he go? Oh, I mean, it was close oh, enough, but I was like, come on, Theo. Execute it. Should he stay it, or should he go? It. I said would instead of should. <laughs> come on. Oh, man. Should have taken it away from you. I was so excited. I'm like, it. nail this, Theo. Nail this, Theo. You, you got the it. lyrics wrong. I got the lyrics wrong. But that is the question. Should he stay or should he go? <laughs> should Tom
1: Brady stay or should he go? And as you can tell, again, Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX, Fox 29. Big Teddy Takeover here on Ken LaVica Live. With Stone Labanowicz, who you just heard. And there's no no question, I mean, there's a huge question whether or not Tom Brady stays or go. No question that if Ken Levicka was here in this seat, he would have nailed it. He would have nailed
2: it. Oh, my God, to perfection.
1: He would, But that's why they pay him the big bucks. And that's why I'm <laughs> filling in, and my name's not on the show. That's what it is. I can live with that. But I had faith in you. I try, I'm try. i Brock purdy though, because the show's still going mm. well. I'm just not necessarily doing what it started, what have gave you. Is that a good, fair?
2: I mean, you're calling yourself a system host. I don't like that.
1: You're right. I don't
2: like that well, at it's, all. It's
1: early, though. So, sure, sure I it is. I can start as a system host like, like Tom Brady did Ooh. back when Drew Bledsoe went down and then eventually you elevate to the greatest of all time. There we go. There's a climb. There's an evolution here. Tom Brady, 23 years in the game, seven Super Bowls, every accomplishment anyone could want or ask for out of the NFL, already the GOAT of all quarterbacks, and some people say the GOAT of football. Thomas Edward Brady is a free agent now. Tom Brady is a free agent Heading into this season, he had a no-franchise-tag clause in his contract, so the Buccaneers can't franchise-tag him and keep him next year against his own will. He has uh, the ability to hit the open market now, and as we can see, this Buccaneers team, which had a losing record, still won the NFC South, hosted a playoff game, is not good enough to contend. As we can see, Tom Brady, following that loss against the Cowboys, started to get a little bit reflective, started to get a little sentimental, started to think about the good times and thank people for the season. Stone, can we listen to Tom Brady's full, and this is how he exited his press conference following the 31-14 loss to the Cowboys, eliminating his Buccaneers from the playoffs. Here's Tom Brady, about 40 seconds of him at the end of his press conference, getting a little reflective and maybe hinting towards walking off into the sunset.
5: I just want to say thank you guys for everything this year. I really appreciate all your effort, and I know it's hard for you guys, too. It's hard for us players to make it through, and you guys got a tough job, and I appreciate all that you guys do to cover us and everyone who watches and is a big fan of the sport. We're very grateful for everyone's support, and, um, you know, hopefully, um, you know, I love this organization. It's a great place to be, and thank you, everybody, for welcoming me, uh, all you regulars, and um, just very grateful for the respect, and I and, uh, hope I – Gave the same thing back to you guys. So thank you very much. Appreciate it.
1: Okay, so so there, there was a very pivotal moment in that piece of audio from Tom Brady where he started to say something. And a lot of times in these kind of quotes and these sound bites and in these press conferences, it's not what the player says. It's what they don't say. It's not necessarily the words that come out, but it's their facial expression or their emotion that you can kind of read when they try to pull things back. So I want you to listen to this again from Tom Brady again, following the 31-14 loss to the Cowboys, uh, bouncing his Buccaneers from the playoffs. As we try and decipher whether or not this is his final football game ever, or maybe just final game in a Bucs uniform, listen when he says the words, hopefully, the word hopefully, and how he pauses and redirects here.
5: I just want to say thank you guys for everything this year. I really appreciate all your effort. And I know it's hard for you guys too. It's hard for us players to make it through and, you guys got a tough job and I appreciate all that you guys do to cover us and everyone who watches and is a big fan of the sport. We're very grateful for everyone's support. And um, you know, hopefully, um, you know, grateful for everyone's support and um, you know, hopefully um, you know, I love this organization. It's a great place to mm. be and- mm.
1: Stone
2: lebanowitz What was he about to say? It's uh really tough to tell. But I don't want to let Tom Brady slide in this situation. There's a a report coming out from at NFL Don Kleeman, right? He's a popular guy on Twitter. He tweets, report the Bucs to fire offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich. The team had plans to fire Leftwich since the bye week midseason, but Todd Bowles decided to keep him at the time. I understand the play calling has been a little bad. I guess there's no other way to put it for this Tampa Bay Buccaneers squad. Tom Brady completed 53% of his passes last night on 60 plus attempts. Like I'm not quite ready to use Byron left, which is a scapegoat, but Theo, because that quote was a little cryptic, right? Because he left a lot unsaid and left a lot of people wondering what does he mean with that? I want to play you an audio clip that Josh Cohen played a week ago when I was on his show. This is, I'm going to pair the two audios together. Stick with me now. I know we're getting really down into the depths with Tom Brady, but I think he deserves it right? Yeah. as much as we wanted to lot. fight it. Yeah. He deserves a lot of the, the stuff that we're going to talk about, or at least just the conversation. So here's Tom Brady on his Let's Go podcast with Jim Gray last week on what Aaron Rodgers should do with his retirement.
5: And I think the important thing is the day after the season, and I made this mistake is not to decide the future, you know, and and I think that there's such an urgency now to who's going to retire first and who's this and who's that and you know I think it's Aaron in my belief is spectacular. He can obviously continue to play, um, and he has all the ability in the world to do that. And there's a lot of things that come into play, and he'll make that decision when it's right for him. And everyone should give him the time and space to do it. And look, if he decides to unretire, if he retires and unretires or. I don't know, I've had guys that went through all the way through training camp and then retired at the end of training camp. I'm like, dude, you just made the worst part. You know, like why retire now? You just did the sh- part for, you know, like off season and training camp. now we start getting paid and you quit. Like so I guess it comes at everyone a little bit differently. So a few questions for you,
2: Theo, mm. based off of that audio right there. One is he kind of laying out the scene for what he's about to do. Yeah, the roadmap. Retire, unretire, retire, retire, unretire. And two, how can you speak like that a week before going to the podium after you lose at home in a super wild card weekend to the Dallas Cowboys? And just leave us on a cliffhanger the way he did. But hopefully this, hopefully that. I appreciate you guys for all you've done. right? Just igniting these conversations about what he's going to do and where he's going to play football next season. And then a week before that, say, you know, give us some time. Don't pry somebody. You caused all of this. All of this conversation that we're having right now was caused by you. So that audio really aggravates me because now he's the one throwing out quick Cryptic quotes right after you lose a playoff game, and now your future's up in the air. So I have a problem with that, but what do you think about that audio that he said, hey, don't pry Aaron Rodgers. Let him make the decision, right? If he wavers back and forth, let it be.
1: I, I think it's, again, sometimes when we give people advice, it's kind of like the advice or the roadmap that we would like people to give ourselves. right? You know, so it seemed like he was telling the media how to deal with Aaron Rodgers' decision, but in a way kind of pleading for them to give him the same mm-hmm. kind of courtesy. So I can respect the fact that he did it that way, but also Tom Brady's never had his options as open as they are right now. Like Tom Brady is officially on the free market right now. Yes, he's 45 years old. Yes, he had the lowest air yards per attempt since he was 25 years old this year. And for those that don't know, that's, that, that's how many how many yards does the ball go in the air before it is actually – like each – Throw that he makes, how many yards is in an air? That's pretty much what it is, right? For sure. Six air yards per attempt this year, which kind of illuminates how he's been dinking and dunking all season long. Uh, most ever completions in a season, most ever attempts in a season, they just keep throwing the ball and it keeps being three yards out. Whatever. It feels like Tampa Bay is over with for him, though, right? For Tom Brady. <laughs>
2: I can't necessarily say
1: that. You can't rule them out, but is it because they are firing Byron Leftwich or is it because you feel like there's a lot of talent left on their roster?
2: So the answer is both of what you just proposed, but more so the fact that they're firing Byron Leftwich, right? You're going to use him as a scapegoat, blame a lot of your offensive failure on Byron Leftwich, and then run it back. We mentioned all of the weapons that they have. Like, the names are there. Yeah. Like, they can go on paper, neck and neck with any team in the league offensively when you look at some of the guys that they have. But I think once you get rid of Byron Leftwich and you fire a few other guys on staff, maybe it's Todd Bowles sooner or later. Yeah, Tom Brady would stay in Tampa Bay. And another thing that's halting me from him leaving is there's only two real places he can go. One of them being reuniting with Josh McDaniels in Vegas, right? Obviously, Derek Carr is out the door. He's taking up another profession, like one of our other callers said. Yeah. He's going to be a preacher. going to be a pastor. That's we'll sh- the Carr. If you haven't seen that video yet, go find it on social media. Derek Carr does a hell of a job preaching yeah. the gospel. And then it's the Dolphins, right, it, 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 at plus Whoa. 750. Now, I don't think that's necessarily plausible. I don't necessarily think it's actually going to happen because we don't know what the Dolphins are going to do picking up two his fifth year options. So those are the only two places. What about, think...
1: The 49ers, are, they got to be at least an option. It's back home. It's also a place where dinking and dunking is the offensive system. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan, offensive
2: genius. What a narrative it would be. I wish me and you were both old enough. Ken would come in handy here because when Tom Brady stepped in for Drew Bledsoe, Right. Who was the top dog of the quarterback position at that time? I would love to know because what Tom Brady would be doing if he was stepping into that San Francisco 49ers squad would just be interrupting the blooming of a young Tom Brady and Brock Purdy right now. Yeah. So just put that into perspective. Like when Tom Brady stepped into Drew Bledsoe, that's basically like who? I don't know. Joe Montana, if he was still playing, I apologize, 24 years old, but.
1: He no, he, about. It. I think that was around the Kansas City year. for Joe.
2: Sure. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of what I was trying to compare it to. So, no, he's not going to take any of Brock Purdy's thunder. These guys are second, third, shortest odds to win the Super Bowl are the tied with the Eagles for the shortest odds to come out of the NFC and they're going to invite Tom Brady in year, let alone 45, 46-year-old Tom Brady. No way. Brock Purdy solidified himself as the starter. Or well, if he loses we'll next out. week, we'll find out. He'll yeah. have to compete with Trey Lance. Obviously, they're shipping Jimmy Garoppolo off. Jimmy Garoppolo is also going to take up somebody's job in another state in the country. Yeah. So a lot of questions, but no, San Francisco is not in the mix, in my opinion.
1: So Okay, San Francisco, not in the mix, in your opinion. I would still have them uh, definitely in that race. When we look at the odds put out by the DKS, or the DK Sportsbook, is this DraftKings Sportsbook? That's DraftKings. I'm, I'm looking at a <laughs> I'm sorry, it's my fault. That's I, on me. Yeah, no, 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 it's my fault. DraftKings Sportsbook has the Bucks as the favorites at plus 200. The Raiders next up at plus 250. 49ers next up at plus 350, and then the Pats and Dolphins are are both plus 750. I think the Niners are still a very viable option for Tom Brady. But how about we do it like this? Because there's no way Tom Brady knows exactly what he wants to do uh, for this upcoming season, whether it be retire, whether it be stay with the Bucs, or whether it be find a new team. And let's not forget, Tom Brady already has a deal with Fox Sports Um, more than, I think, what, $375 million deal? I think you're right on with that. To join the broadcast booth. So he has a second career lined up once he does retire from football. So that's an option as well. Either way, the man is getting paid. He's going to have a great life. Tom Brady doesn't know what he's going to do today. All right, he's less than 24 hours from getting bounced from the playoffs. Knowing him, he felt like he had a good chance to probably win the Super Bowl this year because he's that crazy in the brain. We look at that roster, we know they had no chance. He thought there was a chance for him to make this historic Super Bowl run. It didn't happen. Tom Brady doesn't know what he's doing, but how about this? Instead of us trying to debate what we think he's going to do, how about we turn it a little bit? What would you do if you were Tom Brady right now? The day is, what, January 17th. You're a day off from losing against the Dallas Cowboys 31-14. You are a free agent. You can go anywhere in the league, or you can go and have the cushy broadcast booth job with Fox Sports. What would you do if you're Tom Brady? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Giving you an opportunity to step into the shoes of the goat and make a huge decision. Do you hang up the cleats for good? Do you take your football jersey and you throw it on the wall and you say, I'm done with this sport. I've done everything. He's made every accomplishment happen. Seven Super Bowls played until he was 45. Or do you go into that year 46 season if you're Tom Brady? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. What would you do if you're Tom Brady? And, And Stone, I'll tell you right now, it's a pretty easy decision for me. Ooh, is it? If I'm Tom Brady. It's a pretty easy decision for me. If you're a guy that is that heralded in his own sport and is already called the GOAT, I don't think you can retire After this season, Tom Brady still has something left in the tank. He's still a good football player, a good leader of men in the locker room and a damn good quarterback, uh, despite the facts of how it went with Tampa Bay this year. If I'm Tom Brady, I'm packing my bags. I'm calling up Josh McDaniel and I'm getting on the first flight to Las Vegas. The Las Vegas Raiders have in place right now something better or similar to what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had when Tom Brady packed his bags from New England and went to Tampa Bay. You're talking about going to Vegas to a team that was on the brink of the playoffs, but needed a quarterback who could hold his own. Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, great running back in the backfield, and Josh Jacobs. Yep. You have a play caller who you're familiar with in Josh McDaniel, who you spent, um, I mean, was it at least a decade or so with in half New England? Half his career. Yeah, like...
2: More than half of his career.
1: You're, you're very familiar with the play caller there. You guys have a rapport you have – I mean, again, remember when Randy Moss got dropped in the Brady's lap, what he did with Randy Moss. Imagine Devontae Adams, who is still in his prime,
2: Hunter Renfro. Mike Evans would like to have a word.
1: Devontae Adams is better than I Mike understand. Evans. I'm not uh, – all I'm saying is he's Devontae Adams. He, sure. No, nobody in the league can really cover Devontae Adams one-on-one without safety help.
2: Yeah, I don't think a lot of guys can cover Mike Evans one-on-one with no safety help. But, no, I hear your well, argument. Mike like, Kevins I'll is, side with yeah, Devontae okay. Adams, right? No hesitation.
1: Right. So, if I'm Tom Brady, I'm going to Vegas. I'm pairing up with Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs, Josh McDaniels, and I'm going to go and try to make one more run in what would be the hardest division. Oh,
2: see, now I was going to stop you right there. Right? You said I know. things were set up better for him I know. in Las Vegas. Yeah. He got into the playoffs at eight and nine <laughs> in that know. NFC South. No. You're going to go compete against the best division in football? Okay, now he let beat me beat Mahomes once. Let me hesitate because we just saw what the Chargers did. We saw what the Raiders managed to do this year and obviously Denver's not a threat. But you want to go head to head with Patrick Mahomes? That's really what you want to do at 46 years old? Tom Brady, be my guest if that's what you choose to do. But I think the last thing you should do in a day and age where we talk about tarnishing legacies is go get bullied by Patrick Mahomes <laughs> for the next 2-3 years that he has health.
1: As a Chiefs fan, I wouldn't mind it. As a Chiefs fan, I would not of course mind you would at not. all. Um, let's go to the phone lines. 888-760-3776. Again, 888-760-3776. Who would you, or what would you do if you are Tom Brady this offseason, a day away from losing? And we have Steve in Wellington. Steve is joining Ken Lavick Alive. Steve, you're no longer Steve. You're Tom Brady. You're a 23-year vet going into your year 46 season. What would you do if you were in his shoes?
6: I'm going to play. I'm going to play. That's the athlete in me. I got to go play. That's the athlete. The regular guy, he's going to go, oh, no, take the money, go do this, go sit on this. That's regular guy thinking. When you're a pro and you play at that level, you don't think about legacy. Your legacy is already set. So you're going to go play.
1: Steve, I got to ask you where, though. Where are you going to play at?
6: Oakland. Okay. Ooh. I'm, I'm in Oakland.
1: Vegas, really, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
6: well, yeah, Vegas. Yeah, definitely Vegas, because the system is already set up for him there. The coach is already there, who's already familiar with him, know his tendencies and everything to make him succeed, right? Yeah. Wouldn't you say? I,
1: you're right on that's – that's exactly what I just said. Vegas feels like the best spot. Now, how, do you have – because Stone's point is – the Vegas Raiders have to play in the division with Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert. It, does that scare you at all
6: if you're Tom Brady? When you're Tom Brady, you don't think about that stuff. You mm. have to have that self-belief that you're better than those guys. That's just how it is. Every okay. athlete, they think they're better than the next guy. They never go, oh, oh, that's uh, Josh, whoever over there. No, they go, this is me. No one looks at the next guy and thinks the next guy is better than they are. That's a part of being an athlete. You have to You have to have that self-belief that you're better than the next guy, even if the next guy's better than you. But you can't go in thinking the guy's better than you because then you've already lost.
1: That's a loser's mentality. I like that, Steve. Steve from Wellington, great call there. Joining on with exactly what I just said. I mean, it's always a good call when you agree with me. Um, one thing I do have to say is Tom Brady, of any quarterback of our generation, has made a living feasting on bad divisions. He absolutely has. He is... A, you know how they say free throw merchants in the in the <laughs> NBA. He's a bad division merchant in the NFL. I'm not taking away his GOAT status, I'm just saying, like, let's be real about it. He's played over his twenty three year career, maybe the easiest division in that totality, in that time.
2: Yeah, think some of, think about some of the most daunting quarterbacks that have ever played the game, right? In Ryan Fitzpatrick, a yeah. Buffalo Bill, Ooh, Chad uh, Pennington for the Miami Dolphins. Oh or goodness. can I raise you a Mark Sanchez for the New York Jets? I mean, he's gone through the <laughs> ringer. <laughs> For most of his Super Bowls, right? It's been a tough road for him.
1: Very tough road for Tom Brady. We're still taking your calls, 888-760-3776. What would you do if you're Tom Brady this offseason? Not what you think he's going to do, but what would you do? Do you take the broadcast booth money and go to Fox Sports? Do you go to the Raiders? Do you stay with the Bucs? Do you retire altogether and say, forget all of this? I'm going to kick back on my loads of cash and just enjoy some, maybe the islands of San I don't know. You get to decide. 888-760-3776. This is Ken Levick Alive on ESPN
3: 106.3. Does this feel to you like a divorce? Absolutely. It feels like a divorce. It feels like a rip. Now, we've seen people come back from this, but here's the thing, man. I like I didn't know about the guaranteed money. Um, Shefty was on NFL Live, I think, a couple weeks ago or a week ago, and he said that the Baltimore Ravens offered Lamar $133 million guaranteed. Correct me if I'm wrong, if anybody, but but I, I, I'm sure that that's what came. That is the most disrespectful amount of money that you can offer Lamar Jackson.
0: Now, back to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3.
3: The
1: guy has an MVP, 73% win percentage. He's won a playoff game. Has a Heisman Trophy, too, but he can't get that contract. You know where you can't get where you want,
2: Stone? At Baptist Hill. That I do know. Hey, quick question for you guys out there. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain and need to see an expert in the field? Well, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealthnet slash to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. And Theo, to learn more, you visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho care. Stone bookies.com
1: odds maker Adam Thompson. He developed some projected odds for where Lamar Jackson will land in the 2023 season. For those that don't know, Lamar Jackson not only sat out the back end of the season with the Ravens the last six year, uh, six games with a PCL sprain, um, he also did not travel with them to their game against the Cincinnati Bengals in which they lost 24-17 to in wild card weekend. Lamar Jackson has now this bookies.com list of um, odds he'll end up going somewhere. Do you want to guess what number? The Ravens are at in ranking order on the list here. There's the fact that you asked me that seven teams listed says
2: that they're not first, but I would have told you first. They're third. Holy cow!
1: This has the Jets at two plus 250, the Saints at plus 350, and the Baltimore Ravens at plus 500. Oh my goodness, the franchise that can franchise tag him is third on this list.
2: Is he gone? That is the question.
1: The question is, is he gone? And the Dolphins, if you were wondering, are fourth on that list at plus 625, which is why, which is why I feel like this is a conversation that's too deep. It's, it's too grand, especially with a Boynton Beach alum, a local guy, an MVP, Lamar Jackson, maybe coming back to Miami too big for us to just do this without Ken Levicka, right?
2: Yeah, I think I know uh, a certain guy who rides and dies with those dolphins and would definitely invite Lamar Jackson in with open arms, and that's Mr. Ken Levicka, who will be back tomorrow. Ken will be back
1: tomorrow in his regular seat. I'll, You know what? Forget it. I'll join on, too. I'm coming back on a Wednesday. And we got a Temple of Troll for the people, too. We got too. a Temple of Troll. We got Ken Levick. We got a full house on Wednesday. We're going to kick it live. And we were live today. Peace.
3: Does this feel to you like a divorce? Absolutely, it feels like a divorce. It feels like a rip. Now we've seen people come back from this, but here's the thing, man. Like, I didn't know about the guaranteed money. Um, Shefty was on NFL Live, I think a couple weeks ago, a week ago, and he said that the Baltimore Ravens offered Lamar 133 million guaranteed. Correct me if I'm wrong, if anybody, but but I'm sure that that's what came. That is the most disrespectful amount of money that you can offer Lamar Jackson.
0: Now, back to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3.
1: The guy has an MVP, 73% win percentage. He's won a playoff game. Has a Heisman Trophy, too, but he can't get that contract. You know where you can't get where you want, Stone? At Baptist Hill.
2: That I do know. Hey, quick question for you guys out there. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain and need to see an expert in the field? Well, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho care to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. And Theo, to learn more, you visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho
1: care. StoneBookies.com odds maker Adam Thompson. He developed some projected odds for where Lamar Jackson will land in the 2023 season. For those that don't know, Lamar Jackson not only set out the back end of the season with the Ravens the last six year, uh, six games with a PCL sprain, um, he also did not travel with them to their game against the Cincinnati Bengals, in which they lost 24-17 to in Wild Card weekend. Lamar Jackson has now this bookies.com list of um, odds he'll end up going somewhere. Do you want to guess what number? The Ravens are at in ranking order on the list here.
2: There's the fact that you asked me that seven teams listed says that they're not first, but I would have told you first. They're third. Holy cow.
1: This has the Jets at two plus 250, the Saints at plus 350, and the Baltimore Ravens at plus 500.
2: Oh my
1: goodness. The franchise that can franchise tag him is third on this list. Is he
2: gone? That is the question.
1: The question is, is he gone? And the Dolphins, if you were wondering, are fourth on that list at plus six twenty-five, which is why which is why I feel like this is a conversation that's too deep. It's it's too grand, especially with a Boynton Beach alum, a local guy, an MVP, Lamar Jackson, maybe coming back to Miami too big for us to just do this without Ken Levicka, right?
2: Yeah, I think I know uh, a certain guy who rides and dies with those dolphins and would definitely invite Lamar Jackson in with open arms, and that's Mr. Ken Levicka, who will be back tomorrow.
1: Ken will be back tomorrow in his regular seat. I'll, you know what? Forget it. I'll join on, too. I'm coming back on a Wednesday. And we got a Temple of Troll for the people, too. We got too. a Temple of Troll. We got Ken Levicka. We got a full house on Wednesday. We're gonna kick it live. And we were live today. Peace.